Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Happy Tuesday. Hope everyone's having an amazing day. Amazing. So far, no good, you guys. The UN is my personal kryptonite. And it's just, it's, it's only, I can't believe it's just the beginning of the week. Okay, but here's a, a good sign. This is me, my new positivity. Uh, I see you've cracked out your official boots with, for winter. I did. And that's a sign that we are truly falling into fall. That's true. And also, um, I was kind of regretting it because I had to walk um, this morning because just like traffic is really crazy in New York. So don't come here this week if you were thinking about it. And they were like too heavy for the walking. You have to think about these things when you're pregnant because everything tires you out. Jack, you have to think about those things when you're pregnant and when you're fat. You have no idea. Like we are so <laughs> simpatico right now. I think about everything before I leave the house. And I actually cracked out yesterday my like Zara knockoff of your boots. And this is what happens when you buy Zara. I love these boots. I really wore them like to the bone last winter. And there's no more. It's so, like I couldn't get a new pair. I got home yesterday and like the boot fell off the sole. Like oh. it's just split right down the middle. Don't worry. I'm literally taking them to the shoemaker having to spend more than what I actually spent on the cheap ass boots. Why don't you just get whatever the designer version is of them because you clearly love them and then they'll last you many years well because I have to say I love the Zara ones I really have no complaints other than like the terrible quality because they're so comfortable and last year I remember I spent the whole day like ready to spend the money on like the real boots that I was knocking off I couldn't even find them and everywhere I went they were giving me like stumpy little like yeah cankles yeah it was cankle season so I found boots that I like and I'm gonna spend every dollar I have to maintain their integrity okay that's you know everyone has their own journey speaking of maintaining integrity this is a downtown abbey spoiler and it's a really big one so i'm giving you 10 seconds okay 10 9 we are simpatico simpatico one okay last night i finished season three and to be quite honest i'm shocked spoiler alert Matthew dies, which is so unnecessary. Like, I can't even begin to explain. Because with Sybil, it was like the perfect death. Like, nobody actually cared, but like, (laughs) it was a big deal for the family and it was like shocking, but like, it didn't affect the integrity of the show from here on out. Yeah. Now, I only watched like 10 minutes of the next episode because I was so like, I was so defeated. Like, I just, I mean, and you know, they had to do it in the most painful way. Like, they had the baby, it's an heir, they're so happy, he's driving home, the sun's in his eyes, he's laughing, he's smiling, <laughs> dead, splat, concrete. Splat. And to be honest, I'm not really interested in watching a show without Matthew. And I don't know how that's gonna affect the rest of the seasons. 
I understand. I mean, sitting here and listening to you going through Downton Abbey, it's been hard for me to know what's coming for you. And even still, like, there's so much coming, good and bad. And it's just a journey. And it's okay. It's You know what? It turns out to be okay. No, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. With Sybil, it was like, all right, she wasn't even like a character like I really liked. But with Matthew, he was like, I feel like as the show goes on, everyone's getting worse and worse. I used to love the dad, Robert. He's actually the worst character on the show. He's so stubborn and just like he's the worst and mary now that she's in mourning is like a bitch to everyone and she gets really bitchy sometimes and now she's like in a permanent state permanent state of bitchiness edith is pathetic the mom is sweet and all we have is the dowager because matthew's mom for like the last two seasons has really started to piss me off yeah. with her self-righteousness yeah so now I feel like I'm left with literally like just the Dowager with yeah. characters who I stab. No, but then you still have like Carson and everyone True. downstairs. True. But Carson. still, the family is sort of disintegrating. Just give it a beat. You know, down to never. Stays down for long. Stays down for long. It's true. And by the way, those three words that I was thinking of for people who have watched Downton, Claudia finally closed the chapter on Thomas's. Um, scandal and whether or not he was going to be fired or not the three little words were her, her ladyship, ladyship soap which was sent a chill down my spine right i never forgot it i never forgot it either because honestly i thought that was a secret that was going to die with miss o'brien mm. oh and miss o'brien just literally bounced yeah. for um their cousin who like wants to move to bombay and do her hair with o'brien I don't know. right so that's good news at least yeah but like she was bothering me less and less and you know what the woman who comes in to replace O'Brien is a really good casting. Like, it's, okay. she adds a lot of value. Well, I'm just like, I, I need a minute, like, before I just dive back in because I was, like, riding such a high last night. Like, the baby. And I was like, yeah. Oh, my God. And Lily James was a real surprise. I haven't seen any actress. Did I bring this up yesterday? No. No. I haven't seen any actress on Downton Abbey that I really um, have recognized from anywhere else. Like, I couldn't even play Stan Stevens. So to see someone, you know, like Dominic West's lover rolling into downton it was very jarring and i didn't like it and i also just don't like her character agreed she will stop bothering you so much it was definitely jarring the first time i saw her too but now she's just like a part of the she's an fabric yeah and her character is like has so much energy and it's like just yes like relax yeah relax but what's also crazy which you didn't care about when i first told you but in the downton in the next downton movie downton sequel dominic west is in it what yeah i saw that on oh, the bill. He is just out here ruining things that but I But I love. don't know, like, what his role would be. Ugh. Hopefully yeah. he's, like, a PA, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's my Downton journey. I will keep you abreast on all things Downton, but just know I'm currently grieving. Um, and I'm just going to have to figure a way out of this, but I have no choice. And we have a great show for you guys today because yeah. it's Tuesday, so we're doing Dear Toasters. Mm-hmm. And we also yesterday recorded a fabulous interview finally with Erin Guilfoy and Carly Encontro from the Vlog Squad, from their podcast. You guys follow them on YouTube. You know them. Um, I sat down with them and we did a great little interview that'll be at the end of this podcast episode. And if you're watching on YouTube, we also filmed it. So it'll just be um, on our channel, a separate video with the three of us. So fun. So fun. Like such girly girls, toasters. So, you know, it's really nice to talk to people with similar interests, you know? A hundred percent. And they're so interesting. You know, like, they got started on Vine. Like, that's how they launched their careers. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. I can't wait to watch. Yeah, it was really good. 
Um, I am trepidatiously watching Outlander because you guys have really scared me because so many people have messaged me, stop. They say, like, stop right now. Do not watch. Trauma everywhere you go. And I've narrowed it down to one specific episode and I've tried to get a sense of what it could be that's so, so terrible. And I've also heard, like someone said, like, don't watch it this scene because like you're pregnant and like... Apparently, it's just really, you know, traumatizing. Are you easily traumatized? I'm not. It just depends. Some things, like, really, like, I think some things that would bother other people wouldn't bother me. But then sometimes things live in my mind right through for the rest of time. That is such a good call. Like, but And you know what? I think this is compared to not in the act itself but the way that it lives rent free in your mind and like when you think about it you just your day is ruined the pig the pig yeah i have a few things that live rent free in my mind the pig is obviously one of them the trundle the trundle yeah then there's like some episodes of svu that like comparatively because svu airs on cable it can never be that crazy but there's that episode i brought it up before where Liv goes undercover because there is a guard who's abusing the women and you know the undercover op gets like fucked and she ends up like locked in a basement with this man and that's like pretty tame compared to what we see on streaming services like but it's still like if I ever think about it I can't go to sleep everyone has their things right so I think my plan is I'm gonna everyone said it's the last episode of season one so I'm gonna watch up until that if I'm really enjoying the show still I'll just skip the episode launch into season two and then someone could maybe brief me on what I miss I just can't even fathom what it could be that has everyone being like do not watch this show yeah like now I'm kind of curious like right? <laughs> you want me to go watch it because I don't or, watch the show or, I don't no. watch the show okay or you guys just dm Claudia and tell her what it is okay fine right yeah or like I'll just go watch it okay vlog it for the patreon <laughs> <laughs> so but it's been fun I mean if I can't if I have to stop watching the show because of it though I wouldn't be that upset. You're not like obsessed. No, but it's it's nice and it's a good hearty show. I just don't know where it's going. Like does she ever get back into time to Frank? It's no doubt him. Or does Frank come to her? Like it's no doubt him, but nothing can be down to nothing. Um so yeah, we have a great show. It's going to be nice and long and I feel like we should just dive in. You think we should dive in? Yeah, I mean, I've literally nothing else to share. I spent the whole day like waiting for Ben to be done working so we could watch Downton. And honestly, today I'm not going to be as generous. Like, Don't. because you know what? I waited for him all night. He got home so late from a meeting, eight o'clock, and we start watching. And he's like on his phone. So it's like he oh doesn't value it Stop. as much as I do. And I waited all day Say for no him. Say no more. Yeah. Say no more. So fucking disrespectful. Do you want to talk about the vest in the room? Because you're just like sitting here looking so cool. Yes, I'm wearing a vest, you guys, because it's officially in the 60s. It hasn't been in the 60s yet. So I've been waiting to take out my 818 vest that unfortunately I did not get for free and I did pay for but um still cool no still matter cool. how you slice it I love a vest like it's really cool look at me so free because yeah. it's a vest no it really is vest season and it's such a cool vest so yeah I got it for free <laughs> super cool thank you thanks for pointing it out so I could talk about it <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> And my look is all from ASOS maternity today, so I'm just <gasps> feeling super comfortable. By the way, when I hear just how simpatico we are, sure. I place like a, I just have so many like engagement parties, bridal showers, weddings, and like I just need dresses. And honestly, everything at Revolve is on pre-order, especially if you're looking for a size extra large, like best of luck. Maybe you could try Sears. Like, but so I went on other places and I haven't shopped on ASOS in a while and I got a bunch of dresses and there was like this really cute dress for a wedding and it was maternity. I'm like, I got a big belly. 
So you got it? For sure. Okay, great. I'll borrow it. Yeah, and I'll see if it fits. Great. Yeah. I can't wait. Show me what it is. I need dresses too. ASOS, mater- ASOS in general is just like catering to all of us. The petite, the tall, the curved, the maternity. And I just want to say ASOS, we see you for seeing us and we are grateful. It's really true. Because all ladies are not built the same. Mm-mm. All pregnant ladies are not built the same. Not and me. ASOS sees us. And I love and that. And when I'm shopping maternity clothes, I just go by my size like of not maternity. Like I'm a small... So people were asking me, like, what size do you get in maternity clothes? Like, small, because they're taking care of the, the maternity of the part. belly. Yeah, right. Right? Um, okay. Now, without further ado, do, 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 where are you right here being so beautiful, stunning, and smart? It is time for the past five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. My RDH just, like, attacked me. <laughs> Jackie, I'm trying to be creative and inventive. Could you at least like be supportive? I just want you to know if I did that, like scared you, you would have had to take like three minutes off of the show. Of course, because I know you don't scare easily. Like, and I do. So that would be rude of you, but it's fine for if I do it. Okay, cool. And cool. I'm sorry that I just got so scared because but, the looming but, sense of RDH was like so spooky. Okay, well, why don't you get it off your chest? Let us know what you need us to know. Thank you for indulging me. Today's episode is brought to you by Allbirds. You guys are going to be so excited to try the Allbirds Tree Dashers. It's time to get outside more and honestly if you're not getting outside with Allbirds like just stay inside the Allbirds tree dasher is a truly sustainable running shoe built for performance with low environmental impact so you can run hard and tread light on the planet the tree dasher is a carbon neutral thanks to sustainable practices like using natural materials and um, buying carbon offsets they run you can run confidently knowing that Allbirds are logged with thousands of miles with 50 plus amateur and pro athletes over a year-long test period they're the most comfortable they're so stylish they comes they come in ton of colors and they're so comfortable it's what we were just saying like now it's the best time weather-wise and like you should be walking everywhere but you like stomping around in your big boots it's just not gonna work like Mm-mm. put on the Allbirds go for a jog if you're me just like go for a walk they're so cool and like everyone wears them like celebrities are obsessed with them so like you'll look famous if you wear them this fall put your best foot forward with the Allbirds tree dasher discover your perfect pair of Allbirds dot at um Allbirds today at Allbirds.com that's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com again discover your perfect pair at Allbirds.com A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com great love Allbirds yeah okay first story little real estate news Kanye has reportedly bought a $57.3 million Malibu escape amid his divorce. And I just have to say, this is true thievery. I opened this TMZ article, mm-hmm. $57 million on a Malibu beach house. When I think that, I think something, you know, double, triple the size of Yolanda's home in Malibu. Right. It's literally a townhouse on the ocean. I was... Shocked. It's like one of those houses where it's like the houses are all next to each other. You know, when you drive on Pacific Coast and they're beautiful and they look out, but literally $57 million to be living on top of your neighbors in a townhouse. That's that's beachfront in in California. And that's robbery. It's highway robbery. I agree. And I actually am shocked that Kanye would be into this home. I mean, obviously the style of home everyone's making fun of. It's very like concrete. They're saying parking garage. No, and like that with those homes in Malibu, like the front of the home faces the ocean. So the only thing you see is the back. You see like the garage and literally you pull up to it. I swear it looks like a one story home. Like it could be anywhere. Like it could be yeah, in Long Island. It could be in Queens. Like it's, there's literally nothing unique about it. 
Well, I'm like the interior school, and it's very modern, right. and clearly he wants a little beach access, and he's willing to pay $57 million for it. I can't get over that. Like, this is robbery. And next question. Are the beaches that it's on public beach? No. I have no idea, but I can't imagine. Okay. But just like, okay, so that's like one home. It's literally a townhome surrounded by like 15 others. All of them are like... 50 60 million dollar homes right it's the dumbest thing i've ever heard in my entire life i know and it just really seems like not kanye he seems to like personal space like he no, went and to like wyoming wyoming and even their house in calabasas or wherever it is is like expansive and there's no one around they have so much property it's like he's living in manhattan in a walk-up yeah it's a, oh and 57 million dollars like i cannot get over it yeah if i have 57 million dollars i'm taking it to I'm splitting it up. I'm getting a farm. Like I'm getting, I'm getting a little 10 million here, 10 million, five homes right. at 10 million. Or like million. a penthouse. Penthouses are actually very secluded. Like you get your space. Like I'm, I'm not doing this. That's what I'm saying. Like literally no. this is the opposite of what I'm doing. I agree. I would, I would split it up. For sure. Because yeah. honestly no beach house really even like you can get the nicest possible beach house for like $11 million. Like you don't need to spend 50. Clearly not. No. And also like. I've only been to one beach in Malibu, and this is a hot take. I didn't think it was that great. The beach itself? Yeah. Like the sand? Like the sand and the atmosphere and just like the vibe. I was like, Meh. I don't know. I, I'm going to disagree with you. I don't think there's any better vibe on earth than like Nobu Malibu. I'm just saying the actual beach. Like the sand, the ocean. Like Nobu Malibu is everything. No, it's gorgeous. I'm saying texture-wise. The beach. Yeah. Okay. Like, if I had $57 million never, to stand on a beach house, my beach house is going to be an island off the coast of Turks and Caicos. Like, this is nuts. This no one else agreeing nuts. with me? Like, it's nuts. No, this is, I think everybody agrees with you. Plus, they don't like the style of the house, which... It's not... Okay, by the way, if it was, like, this unique style if, of if, this even palace... Even if it was, like, Rach Parcel designed it. <laughs> no, no, but, like, even if it was, like, this really... A design that I thought was heinous. Let's say I do think farmhouse is heinous. But you it was do modern farmhouse? Hate. What's to hate? Oh my god, it's so overdone. Like the tufted couches. Like I just I I hate. So like Dorit's house you don't like? That's not modern farmhouse. Oh, by the way, that's like the or the outside is modern farmhouse. I'm talking about inside decor. Like like hold on, give me a second. Okay, show me some pictures. Yeah. That's such a hot take. Farmhouse interior design here. Like yeah, like let me see. It's so It's so like basic. It's nice to I mean it's pleasant. No, it's pleasant, not for me. Okay. But uh interior. Uh, the out the inside of Dorit's house is actually like very contemporary, but the outside is like farmhouse vibes. M modern farmhouse. Yeah, but like these types of like lighting units, like I don't like farmhouse interior, modern farmhouse. Okay. Um but wait, back to... No, so what I was saying was like, okay, even if I don't like the interior, but it's like a palace, I'm like, I can respect that it's not my style, but it's a palace. This is literally like a garage that's also ugly. Yeah. If you know what I'm saying. It's very harsh. That it is. But it's very Kanye. But it's also not... I, I'm, I'm so confused. No, but you know, Chrissy Teigen and John... What's his face? Had a beach house that they were always posting at. And I do believe they recently sold it, and it was sickening. Like, a Malibu Beach has, it was, like, so many stories. It was gorgeous. Like, and I think it was, like, 20 million. So, like, I just feel like Kanye got a bad deal. <laughs> I'm telling you. Maybe like, it's, like, on a different stretch of beach. Like, maybe this is prime location. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. It I'm, just doesn't seem like a good investment, and I know nothing about money. 
I agree. But Kanye knows a lot, so I'm just going to trust him on this one. Or For maybe sure. he has a plan. Maybe he's going to buy up the block. Oh, that makes sense. Like, literally $1 billion later. Yeah, literally. Okay, our next story, you guys, a little update from yesterday. I know everybody's been, like... Shaking in their boots. <laughs> Waiting with bated breath. But Christina Hack has confirmed her engagement to Joshua Hall. And Tarek has already congratulated her. Is it a People exclusive? So she announced her engagement on Instagram. Tarek went to People to tell them that they just saw congratulations. Oh Tarek is so thirsty. And a lot of sleuths on the internet realized that Christina's ring was made by the same jeweler that Tarek had Heather's made from. None of this surprises me whatsoever. No, it's the most incestual, like... I'm just waiting to hear what um, Renee Zellweger thinks about Christina's engagement. Like, I don't think she cares. Honestly, The fa- we're also wrapped up in this circle, but, like, Renee Zellweger is, like, so A-list, so, like, cut off from reality. I'm sure she doesn't even know, like, who Aunt Anstead used to date. She has no idea who these people are. Oh, but, you know, Aunt, they have kids together, right? Aunt and Christina. Christi- do they? I do believe they have one child. Oh. Yeah. Can you double-check sure? that? If they do, then Renee is going to be forced to be in Christina's life, which is insane. Christina. But if they don't, it's a clean break. But I'm pretty sure they have a child. Okay, I'm just going to go to the last time she was pregnant, which was in 2021. Yeah. yeah. Huh. This is so crazy. Like, this group of people just moves incredibly fast. There's so much toxicity. There's so much incest. There's so much weirdness. Like, the fact that Heather Ray Young used to host a podcast with Christina Hack's fiance sister like so much weirdness it's like there's 11 people in orange county and they're all like just getting married and remarried and engaged and having babies and Tarek and christina are at the center of it and so is their atrocious hgtv show like you want to talk about something with people with no style you have to watch one fucking episode of their show (laughs) they do the same thing in every home and it's white subway tile marble quartz counters like it's so basic they redo oh like every fireplace with just like white subway tile white brick white everything you know linen floors it's so basic Tarek does like the layout and christina does the style and honestly i don't know who has like less taste interesting i'm gonna I've, say christina i've never watched an episode honestly it's so boring literally they go to like a shithole house that's like been you know foreclosed or like hoarders it's disgusting and they either flip it or they flop it yeah and like they never really flop it because like sometimes what they consider a flop like it just hasn't sold yet like but it's done and it will sell and like the episode just ended you know and christina has her own show now like christina by the ocean yeah christina takes the beach or whatever because they're so toxic together they can't even be in the same room um but i really would love for you to watch one episode of flip or flop like it's it's torture. Like, it's just, and you know, once you've seen one, you've seen them all. They walk into a dirty home. Christina's like, ew, Tarek. Tarek's like, oh, Should I man. watch one from when they were married or not married? Same, literally the same. Like, it doesn't matter. But watch when they were married just so you could really see, like, the underlying issues. Um, and then, like, Tarek demos it. Christina takes the kid, goes to the marble store, and is like, should we do this one or this one? I like this one, but it's more expensive. But, like, what will daddy say? She obviously goes with the more expensive one. She comes back. Tarek is like, oh, my God we're so over budget and he tries to find like other ways to like cheap out and you know like justice for whoever you know (laughs) buys the house because Tarek cut like 1,000 corners then their you know contractor comes in is like we found a pipe you know it's always like something like termites mold something and they have to counter that into the budget then they have this fake open house where like actual paid actors come to be like oh what a great master bedroom is that a wood-burning fireplace? And then at the end, they, like, pretend someone buys it. Once you Honestly, you know, I just did such a good... I feel like I was there. 
every episode is the exact same. Nothing unique ever happens. Ever. Okay. Okay. But it's so good. Is it? (laughs) No, it's atrocious. Especially, like, when you're watching reruns on HGTV and you just happen to catch, like, a fabulous old episode of Fixer Upper and you see the love between Chip and Joe and the home style even though it's not always my style it's so unique and so thoughtful like every corner of the home is built with love for the family and literally like then you go to Tark and Christina who can't stop fighting and literally the home is just a factory like there's no thought nothing it's just like literal like (laughs) model homes I'm dying okay thank you for that I could literally give a TED talk like on the intricacies of like being a couple on HGTV and then there's that couple from hometown have you ever watched hometown no what's that they're like a poor man's chip and joe but they're so sweet and they care so much about their neighborhood that's why they're like successful similar to chip and joe I think they live in like some random town in Minneapolis but they preserve the old homes in their neighborhood and it's just like everything in in the house comes you know like oh this wood burn this you know this wood table like you know the pilgrims ate here like there's always something like and then she like does a watercolor of the house and frames it for the people like it's so cute that's cute sounds like it has an historical touch to it by the way like it's literally historical fiction like you have to watch it (laughs) okay okay thank you you've given me a lot of homework Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you've watched fixer upper before right Yes, and also I like their stuff on Magnolia. I watched I've her. I've got to get on the Magnolia channel. Her cooking show. No, not that. Home shows don't really do it for me. Really? Yeah, I don't watch any HGTV, but um, like I like her cooking show on Magnolia Network. I and like, I watched all the episodes that were out when like I was watching them. I went through a phase where I watched every single Fixer Upper. It was all on Netflix. Like one summer, I just watched every single one, and I'm obsessed. And then like I just. HGTV really was born out of necessity for me because me and Ben went on vacation in Aruba and the TV was like not working and there was nothing on except HGTV and I never watched it before. Chip and Joe were on and my life was forever changed. That's beautiful. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Sure. Dancing with the Stars season 30 premiered last night and they finally revealed which pros the celebs are paired with. And I know you guys were on the edge of your seats <laughs> wondering who the way, was going to be paired with who. Don't be condescending. Like, some people were. Like, no. Dan- no, by the way, people who are obsessed with Dancing with the Stars and, like, go on the tour and are obsessed not even with the stars but with the pros, like, they couldn't wait. Like, this was, like, a huge – this is, like, finding out who the next Bachelor is for people. Okay. I'm dead serious. But, like, what does it mean to – like – there are just some fan favorites, like Val Klimarkovsky. And there's also, like, some people who are always, like, thrown into, like, okay, now, th- th- are they dating? And then there's also people who just take one for the team every single time. Like, and I feel like Cheryl. Is that her name? Uh, we'll go through. Okay. But JoJo Siwa made history oh, yeah. with the same-sex dancing partner, Jenna Johnson Chermkovsky. Very cute. Very cute. Very exciting. Amanda Klutz and Alan Burstyn. Oh, Alan Burstyn was the one who danced with Hannah and won. Okay. Um... I found him on... I only watched It seems that, like he keeps getting the professional dancers. I found him to be so annoying. Like, and I felt like Hannah found him to be so annoying, too. He was just, like, always, like, glomming onto her, like, and just, like... But I feel like they also had to, like, pretend, like, are they, aren't they? Yeah. Because it's good for ratings. I don't... I actually pr- don't particularly like him. Like, he just has a face I don't like. Nothing well, against him. Just his face. Just his face. Suni Lee and Sasha Farber. I don't know who that is. Mel C. and Gleb Savchenko. Who dated Lisa Vanderbump. He dated her? That's like, there was a rumor that she dated Lisa Vanderbump. But also there was a rumor that he actually was one of Erica Jane's mistresses. Because misters. misters, He was Erica's partner. That I remember about him. 
Melora Hardin and Artem, Nikki's husband. Okay, I heard Melora Hardin like killed it. I oh. watched a few of the performances. Yeah, we want to get your thoughts. When it's, it's just one of those shows, like it's an ABC thing. Like they have to waste as much of your time as you can. Especially in the first episode, like they're gonna let you everyone. They're gonna let you know what these stars have been up to since the day they were born. It's so annoying. Like it's just one of those shows that has no respect from your time. And whoever is ahead of time management at ABC, like fired. Kenya Moore and Brandon Armstrong. I don't know who Brandon is. Me neither. Christine Chu and Pasha Poshkov. No. Brian Austin Green and Sharna Burgess. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I didn't put this together that this would be happening. Oh, I'm going to watch your performance because I would like to see the chemistry. Um, that's actually really okay, cute. Okay, that makes him being on the show more much sense. cuter. This is cute. If they were to win, like, which they won't. They won't. But I don't, I didn't watch, so who am I to say? Maybe he's yeah. super talented. Um, okay. Something not losery from Brian Austin Green. Shocking. Cody Rigsby and Cheryl Burke. So oh, that's she did what, not take one for the team. That's who I was saying. Cheryl is, by the way, so This could I, be a winning duo. I actually think, I've done a lot of thinking about this, and I think that the top two are going to be Cody Rigsby and Jojo Siwa. That's just my thought. You think? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm, because I'll, they're both really good dancers and have huge platforms. Okay. I'm and they're not riddled by scandal at all. Like, they are perfect, like, brand-safe people. Okay. I'm going to go through the list, and then I'll give you my prediction. Matt James and Lindsay Arnold. Okay, so I watched their performance, and I have to say, Matt James was excellent. There are so many guys, especially really tall guys, like former athletes, who have no rhythm. Like, it's so painful to watch, and it's just a matter of days before they get sent home. Matt was excellent, I have to say. It's so much easier for a boy to be good because in, like, these traditions... Because the women carry the dance. In these traditional dances, like, the man just, like, stands there and, like, Twirls, twirls while she the does the twirling. Right, and so if your partner's a girl, it's actually much easier to, like, show her off. No, But, but he was no, very good. It's easier to make the dance look good, but I think it's harder to stand out. Yes, that's true. He was very good. Like, I was super surprised. Okay, cool. I feel like even if he's really good, I don't think we're going to have another Bachelor winner. Me neither, and they're... Back to the power of Bachelor Nation is not behind Matt James because they like hold him and Rachel Kirkconnell responsible for Chris Harrison and they like justice for Chris Harrison and they like don't like Matt and Rachel. Oh. So I don't think they're gonna, I don't think he's gonna make it very far for that reason alone. Like most Bachelor people make it like a couple weeks in just like even if they're also, not like, that great. They're all both on ABC. The people who watch The Bachelor watch Dancing with the Stars. It's like, right. uh, you know, the next channel the next night but like the bachelor nation that like got caitlin and got hannah to win they do i do i just think i do not think they stand behind magic you don't think the energy is there no okay the miz and whitney carson she's one of my favorite pros me too and was what's his name miz. miz um like i just personally it's like one of those things i cannot you can't no i can't okay i can't okay well you know. And I won't. Hopefully for Whitney, they do pretty good. I love Whitney, too. Mm -hmm. Olivia Jade and Val Chermkovsky. So he's, like, the most popular, most famous, most followed. So, like, this was a very um, good pairing for Olivia Jade. And I did watch her. And she was excellent. Like, her footwork was there. She, like, looked a little unsure of herself. But it's the first week. I'm telling you, in three weeks, like, she's going to be the best dancer. Like, she was so good. I was shocked. Wow. Like, and she, like, she was hesitant at times, but, like, she could do every single move. So, like, once she gets more comfortable, like, being on TV and, 
with her dancing like I'm telling you she was really good oh that's exciting yeah and she, you're making like, me like want to watch but I can't sit down and no, watch literally what you have to do is like every Tuesday morning before the show is like just watch the performances on YouTube there's no need to watch the other 55 no sorry an hour and 55 minutes okay. because they're the packages the scoring everything is so fucking drawn out yeah and honestly I have no respect for the people who give scores because they're so inconsistent and they choose favorites and there's no real structure to the scores yeah Okay, next we have Jimmy Allen and Emma Slater. Mm. That's cute. Is Jimmy Allen single? I don't know. That's a cute couple. I wonder, out of everyone here, like, which couple is comprised of two single people? You know? Val Kamarkovsky is not, right? He's... Uh, yeah, I don't think so. But I think I Olivia Jade is single. Uh, I don't think so. I think she is. Oh, you think... I think, like, recently. You think I don't know where I know still? that from, but I think she is. Okay. Um, I don't know. Is Melora Hardin married? Because I kind of like am living for this moment for well, her. Well, she's with Artem, who's married oh, to Nikki. Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. So they have to be both single. But I do feel like Dancing with the Stars would pair the two single people, like who are age appropriate. Yeah. Who's together. with Alan? Um, let me go back to the Sorry. Top. No, no, no. Because I do okay. believe Alan's single. A Amanda Klutz. Oh, that. No, she could do better. Okay. Um, yeah. So. It's one of those shows, like, I'm very interested in, but, like, cannot watch. But I do watch on YouTube. Yeah. And, like, I like knowing, like, what happens. Of Sometimes, course. like, people share a personal story that's, like, you know. Touching. Touching. So, we'll see. Iman Shumpert and Daniela Karagak. I don't know who that Daniela girl is. is. Oh, she looks familiar. Mm-hmm. Then Martin Cove and Britt Stewart. Don't know who either of those people are. He'll, so be, he'll be the first one to go home. That's the cast. Very exciting. It's a really good cast. So I don't really, like, with Dancing with the Stars, I'm very, like, anxious and excited to hear about the people who get cast. I don't really care about the partners because I'm not involved in, like, the Dancing with the Stars universe, but so many people are, and, like, it means the world to them. Like, who gets paired? And they think it, like, means a lot. But I'm putting my money out there. Like, Cody Rigsby and JoJo Siwa are making it extremely far, and I think one of them is going to win. What, what do you about think? Amanda Klutz? I don't think... You don't think she has, like, the... The platform in the sense that, like, she's really famous and she's on the talk and, like, everyone knows who she is. I don't think she has, like, hordes of teenagers, you know, waiting up all night and voting ten times. Okay. That's just my opinion. But I do think she'll make it far. Okay. What about you? I don't know. I, I, whatever I guess is going to be wrong. So... I would say Cody Rigsby. I would agree with that one. Yeah, Jojo Sia, was her going to dance good? Did you see it? Yeah, she, and she's an Abby Lee dance girl. Like, she's right. a good oh, dancer. Right, 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 right. I feel like everyone here is a good dancer. Everyone has some dancing background. And there's also going to be have to be someone who's, like, not what you, like, not the typical, like, who's, like, sort of like a uh, an underdog story. It's going to be Melora Hardin, I yeah. think. Which, yeah. by the way, if she wins, like, I'm 1,000% here for that. Like, we stand Melora Hardin, Jacqueline from... The Bold Type. The Bold Type. What was her last name? Jacqueline. I don't know. Carlisle. That yeah, right? that sounds right. I don't know. Okay. Are you ready for our next story, which is a little game that, a little trivia, not trivia, like, well, I'll just explain it. People's sexiest man alive is open for voting. And I. It's about time. I'm going to. So we're voting in all the like cringy categories. Best feet. There's 20 of them. We'll that get is through insane. as many as we can. Okay. Because I want to know, and we'll place our votes. Uh, do they have nominees, or we just nominate they have people? No, okay. Oh, okay, they have nominees. Sorry. Oh, this is fun. Yeah. Who is the sexiest TV star? We have Paul Wellesley from Vampire Diaries. Oh, that's, I is thought that you were talking Joe about. St 
still on. It's not. And I thought you were talking about Paul Mezcal from Normal People, and he wins. Right. So why is he nominated? Is this article from 2013? <laughs> or is it fresh? It, it was fresh. It was in the t- trending this morning. That's so weird. Okay. Okay. Jensen Ackles, The Boys. We, I, I don't know. Him. Kikoa Kikumanu from The White Lotus. Uh, he played... Oh, the jewel thief? The jewel thief. Okay. So far, he has my vote. Me too. Jared Padalecki from Walker and Shamar Moore from Criminal Minds. <gasps> oh, flip it around. I think I just want to make sure... Sh- Shamar Moore, 100%. Really? Jackie, have you Claudia, ever seen you Criminal to- Minds? Baby okay, girl? You know like I'm airdropping you this link so you can place your own oh, votes okay. and I can place my votes. Shamar Moore is so hot. And by the way, have you ever seen him on Watch I've Happens Live? I've never seen Criminal Minds. Have you ever seen him on Watch Happens Live no. with Phaedra Parks? And no. like literally shipping so hard. It was the cutest episode. Okay. Shamar Moore. And by the way, he is the voice behind that TikTok sound. I'm sorry. I'm just in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> That's really funny. Okay, so you'll vote. Shamar Moore. For who you want. I voted for Kikoa. Okay, who had the sexiest song of the summer? Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open, Justin Bieber, Peaches, Call Me By Your Name, Lil Nas X, BTS, Butter, and Rao Alejandro, Todo De Ti. Um, it's going to be Justin Bieber for me, or Leave the Door Open. Okay, so you could jo- vote for Justin Bieber, and I'll vote for Silk Sonic, Leave the Door Open. Yeah, because it's more about the song and not the person, right? Like, which song did I like better? Well, I they, liked they, Peaches. They said who? Oh. No, who, who had the sexiest song? Not which sexy person had a song. It's about the song, and I'm going Peaches. Okay. I, can't, oh, I just can't vote for Peaches. I don't even need to swipe through this next the one. The sexiest summer Olympian, obviously. Caleb Dressel. Caleb Dressel. But also Tom Daly, Bobby Fink, Noah Lyles, and Nigel Hostin are nominated, but no. Sexiest first-time oh, dad. I'm crying. Colin Jones. Blasberg. Colin Jost, Joshua Jackson, Henry Golding. Derek Blasberg, Jason Derulo. Okay, I just want to say, I'm really happy for Derek Blasberg for getting nominated, and I just know, like, this means a lot to him, you know? Yeah, but you're voting for Colin Jost, obviously. Of course. Yeah. So hot. I'm voting for Jason Derulo. I was thinking about also voting for Joshua Jackson, because I think he's so hot. Yeah, I agree, but... But I stand by my decision. I stand by my decision, too. Who's the sexiest Marvel hottie? And we don't really fuck with Marvel. No, so we'll have to know them from something else. Daniel Kaluuya, Black Panther, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, Chris Evans, Avengers. Good thing they have pictures, otherwise we'd be... <laughs> which so Chris crazy. is which? Yeah. Um, Simu Liu, Shang-Chi, and Sebastian Stan, the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Hmm. I just feel like I don't want to vote here. Like, I don't really know. I feel like it's not fair for me to vote. I agree. I okay, agree. Sexiest newlywed, not Justin Hartley. Derek Fisher, Blake Shelton, Alexander Ludwig, or Jeezy. It's going to be like Shelton for me. Me too. Remember when he got nominated? Um, no, he was Sexiest Man Alive, and it was like the biggest controversy in our country to date. <laughs> Literally year to date. Like Those the biggest. were the days. It was bigger than Megxit. <laughs> Who is the sexiest newly single guy? Simon Baker, Tyler Cameron, Blair Underwood, A-Rod, Bill Gates. Okay, I'm sorry. Bill Gates, like... They're trolling us. People's got jokes. Yeah, like this is not. Okay, Simon Baker is also the man from Devil Wears Prada who. Who you think. Who is, I think is Billy Bush. Right. <laughs> so it's between Tyler Cameron and Blair Underwood. It's obviously Tyler Cameron because. Because he's, he's a friend of the toast. Because he's a friend and of he's ours. And Theo's best friend. And Theo would actually like literally knock me out if I couldn't. Ooh. Oh my God. <laughs> I am triggered by the next one. The next question Who is the sexiest real estate king? Drew Scott, Chip Gaines, Tarek El Moussa, Jonathan Scott, Jason Oppenheim, you guys. Chip Gaines. Chip Gaines, there's only one I'm choice. I'm offended by every other. There's only one choice. 
Oh, and this next one is the easiest question I've ever had to answer. Sexiest TV chef, Ludacris, Gordon Ramsay, Guy Fieri, Eddie Jackson, Anthony uh, from Queer Eye. Guy, Guy Fieri. Fieri. So fucking sexy, he should be on the cover. Who took the sexiest <laughs> vaccine selfie? This is so stupid. Everyone's wearing a mask. Oh my oh, God. Sorry, I changed my mind. It's I'm Brilliant. voting for Maluma because he's not wearing a mask. Oh yeah, and he understood the assignment because honestly, everyone looks ugly in their masks, if I'm being honest. But uh, oh, here's who's nominated. Hugh Jackman, Aaron Paul, The Rock, Prince William, and Maluma. Honestly, like all... Oh, I accidentally voted for The Rock. I'm voting for Maluma. I have to say this next one is insane. Who's the sexiest housewife's husband? Harry Hamlin, Todd Tucker, who's married to um, Candy Burris, Juan Dixon, married to Robin, Bill Aiden, ooh, that's a good one, or Mauricio Umansky. Mauricio always gets it. I'm I know, voting for Bill Aiden. But the thing is, <laughs> I'm voting for Bill Aiden. Like when we I don't know why that sounded funny. These- shows we're always remarking on how bill is just you're such right. a wonderful husband but when i think like if i had to steal the husband of any housewife i tend to mostly because he's like one of the few jewish ones but like it's always mauricio like successful real estate agent like supportive husband knows lots of celebrities very jewish handsome. i don't know harry hamlin's really growing on me this season with all of his like no. plant farm to table no cooking but i voted for bill aiden oh this is a good one who's the sexiest teen soap dreamboat jacob alordi cole sprouse darren barnett michael evans belling or evan mock from gossip girl i honestly don't know these many but it's obviously jacob alordi agreed oh i'm sorry no i totally take it back darren barnett i didn't recognize him at first Paxton Hall Yoshida from Never Have I Ever. I know you don't watch a show. I told you you would love it. He's so cute. Paxton Hall Yoshida gets my vote. Okay, next one. This is so fun. Who's the sexiest Peloton instructor? Dennis, Alex, Ben, Cody, or Matt? Obviously got to go Cody because I've never taken the other people's classes. Well, I don't really know these people. Oh, no, Alex. Mm. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going by looks. And it's going to be like Dennis or Alex for me because but I don't know Alex, these people. Okay. He's an amazing instructor. Fabulous. Who has it's the just- sexiest accent? Cristo Fernandez. Okay, I don't know any of these people. Claudia, you oh. know Ant Anstead. And I'm skipping this question. I refuse. Okay, you don't want to participate. Oh, who's the sexiest internet boyfriend? Now I feel like we're getting to the dumb question. Okay, but like, this is a good category. Timothy Chalamet, Harry Styles, Winston Duke, Keanu Reeves, Pete Davidson. Pete Those Davidson. are the internet's boyfriends. Pete Davidson. Really? More than Harry Styles for you? Yeah. Huh. I'm going to... Because also, I don't really feel like Harry Styles is the internet's boyfriend. Honestly, it's Noah Centineo, who's nominated in the next category. That's so true. And it's also Reggie Jean Page. Yeah. Who has the sexiest eyes? Oh, no, sorry. Smile. I skipped one. Sexiest smile. Dev Patel, Michael B. Jordan, Omar Sy, Randall Park, Noah Centineo. I'm voting for Michael B. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> he actually has a great smile. He does have a great smile. I and he's the hottest one in this category. Michael B. Jordan. Sexiest eyes. Oscar Isaac, Hassan Minaj, Paul Mitchell. Cal voted Chris Hemsworth or Patrick Dempsey. These, I feel like I'm taking a teen bop quiz. Like, <laughs> what does your crush think of you? Like, this is so stupid. I told you this is a stupid story. Oh, wait, sorry. Here's a good one. Sexiest TikToker. Noah Beck, William White, Santea, Frankie Jonas, Bre- oh, Brett Manrock. But I'm going with Noah Beck. Noah Beck. We all saw the D'Amelio show. Because he is beautiful on the inside and out. Who had the sexiest silver thirst trap? Peter Go- oh, it's done. I'm sorry. Peter, it's not even on it. Jeff Goldblum, Mark Wahlberg, Chris Maloney, Mark Consuelos, John Samos. It's Chris Maloney. But but Dr. Um, Carlisle, Carlisle Cullen isn't on this, and he posted some sexy silver Agreed. thirst traps. and he should have won. And but so I'm, I'm not- submitting my vote for Chris Maloney, and I'm submitted. Oh, I have to enter my email? Oh, okay. my God. No, I want my vote it? to matter, yeah. Okay. 
Done. Did I do it? Yeah. Okay, that was fun. Hopefully, we'll get to see some results soon. And, and I would like to see my... We, you know, our votes make a difference. Fabulous. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Only if it's the fifth and final story that's brought to you... By PayPal. When it's time to pay, why pull out your wallet and open your purse when you probably already have your phone in your hand? The PayPal QR code payments are now accepted at CVS stores nationwide, so it's super easy to make touch-free payments with your phone. Plus, you get $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more. So if you're like running out of your house when I'm walking Theo, I never bring my wallet, but then I'm always like, you know, I could really use a Hershey bar. Then I don't have my wallet. and It's like a whole thing. But if I have my phone, I use my PayPal QR code and it's so easy and it's hands-free. It's so sanitary. It's like no one wants to be touching the credit card machine in 2021. Like we're beyond that. Like it's vile. So PayPal QR codes are everything of the sort. And now they're accepted at CVS, which like, where else does one shop? It's CVS or we're going home. And you can also get that $10 cash back on your first transaction of $20 or more when you head to your local CVS and pay using your PayPal or you can use it on the Venmo app. That's $10 cash back on your first purchase of $20 or more with the PayPal or Venmo app. To see terms and learn more about how to earn $10 cash back, go to paypal.com slash toast. That's paypal.com slash toast. Great. Okay, our fifth and final story, which is the final story. It's the final story on a Tuesday, and we have Dear Toasters and Carly and Erin. Sounds so much better with the ponytail. I know, but it's hard to control it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the triangle goes One fine. of our, literally one of my life's big, okay, so I have a list of life's regrets. Not getting into the cop car. Okay. What was the other one that you reminded me of? I need, these lists that we make, we need to start a clipboard, like we keeping do. them. We do. Stories I always repeat, like. That's my favorite category. Me too, but what are my biggest regrets? I said, whatever. I don't even know where I was going with the thought. The triangle is throwing away those little. We <laughs> thought they didn't matter, so when we opened our triangles from Amazon, we like threw away all the other shit in the box. But like, there was actually something really important in there, and it was a piece of technology in which to hold your yeah. triangle. Yeah. And we fucked it up. And we fucked it up. One of my biggest regrets. Add it to the list. Okay, our fifth and final story. Speaking of a piece of technology, some exciting news for Kindle users: Amazon unveils three new Kindles with bigger screens and longer battery life. Even though the battery life lasts like six months. I don't like a bigger screen. Like you the don't. Kindle's perfect. The Kindle is really perfect for my hand size, but I do wonder if there's like a better Kindle out there. I mean, the one that we're using is like a really old version. Yeah, we so we use the Paperwhite e-reader, but they announced three new versions of the Paperwhite e-reader, so that's what we like. It's the Paperwhite, Paperwhite Kids Edition, and Paperwhite Signature Edition. Hmm. All models get a new processor, a larger 6.8-inch screen, so it's like less stuff on the sides, you know, but maybe it's the same. No, so, I'm so happy with my 10 Kindle. 10 weeks of battery life. Oh my god, that's crazy. Warm light support and new USB charging. Ten weeks. Mm. But it looks huge. It looks like an iPad. Does it come in multiple sizes? Can I get the kids one? I don't know. Yeah, I wish there was an Amazon store where I could try them out. There is, but do they sell Kindles at the Amazon bookstores? There's one in um, Union Square. There's one in Columbus Circle. I signed a couple books there back when I was a New York Times bestselling author. So, yeah, I would like to... I do believe you can go in and I don't know if they carry the Kindles, but you should just call and ask. 
I know. For me, it's just like if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But, yeah. you know, I always want the best and the brightest. I know. Me too. Technology. But I'm like so. This I just, is the new paper white. It looks like ours, but they're saying it's better. But it looks huge too. Or is that just the picture? No. That's just the picture. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So if you were like on the fence about getting a Kindle, I was just convincing someone to get a Kindle the other day. When's pri- Oh, we were. We were talking at, at Kristen's the, bridal the, shower. Yeah. And I think I made the sale, but she should wait for the new ones. When... Is Prime Day. Just passed in July. Oh, fuck. Um, all right, well, there's always next year. Mm-hmm. All right, those were the Fast Five stories. It feels as though you moderately needed to know them, but I had fun while doing it, so that's truly all that matters. It is all that matters. And now it's time for Dear Toasters, because there is no TV on last night that we're going to recap, correct? Nope. Um, all right, Dear Toasters, our advice segment. We do it every week, and if you ever want to write in, the email is deartoasters at gmail.com. We will always keep you anonymous. You can change people's names, certain facts to keep those people safe. First up, Dear Jackie and Claudia. Oh, sorry. Claudia and Jackie. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. You're not helping her? You're not helping? (laughs) So last year during the pandemic, my husband and I decided that we would move ourselves and our three kids to a slightly bigger house with more amenities. How fabulous. So we bought a home in a beautiful country club community in Florida in September of last year. So we just moved in and met a few of our neighbors at a block party earlier this year. A few weeks ago, one of the neighbors said something to my husband in passing about a barbecue for Labor Day. And my husband says, sounds good. We'll be there. Sounds like beginning of a Leanne Moriarty book. Or like a Lifetime movie. Like it was a barbecue, on but the only day. thing being grilled were the children, you know? <laughs> well, then our neighbor messages me on Facebook a few days later and sends me the invite, and the party's actually on the Sunday before Labor Day when my son and my husband were flying back in from going to the Georgia game in North Carolina. So I knew my husband wasn't going to want to go, but I messaged the neighbor and said, okay, we'll try and make it. The day comes, and I feel like laying around in my pool, reading and drinking and not socializing, so I decided we're not going to go, but I didn't message them. The next day I get a Facebook message from my neighbor kind of scolding me for not coming to the barbecue that they invited the entire neighborhood to, basically saying that they made all this food and did all this planning and that we didn't show up. I apologize. Then he kept laying it on, saying how his wife made it nice, etc. Dude, it's a barbecue. I didn't miss your wedding. Like, let it go. Should I say something or just ignore it and make nice the next time we see them? Also, they live like catty corner to my house so we see them often I don't know what that means signed in annoyed toaster I just want to say I am on your side but RSVPing to an event and then not going like is rude and without like not saying like hey we can't make it because people do prepare for a certain amount of people and as someone who throws events quite often like saying you're coming and then not coming is rude yeah and I mean personally I wouldn't follow up and like let someone know I was offended and assuming the party was fun I probably wouldn't have noticed the people who weren't there but that's just never like follow that's up. just on seeing the glass half full no and that's on like having some integrity but like this is a small community you're new you don't want enemies mm-hmm. across the street catty corner so I would maybe like just send a little something just like something that's because you don't need to do that but it would just make her feel you know special and maybe smooth things over you don't want issues no over and this. The, the more true crime documentaries I watch the more I realize like you need your neighbors on your side like that was my biggest takeaway from the Chris Watts documentary like that neighbor uncovered who, the whole thing yeah and the neighbor who was like Chris has never spoken so much in his life. Yeah, like, neighbors are important. Yeah. In a fire, I'm always seeing things on TikTok, like, neighbors, like, this person's house was on fire, their whole family was asleep inside. The neighbor came and, like, literally busted down the door. This old woman was like, wake the fuck up. You need your neighbors on your side. Yeah. So make nice and don't be too proud. It's like a neighbor thing. And, like, like you, you do want to be invited to the next one. You and, know? I'm sorry, you were in the wrong. You like, don't want to be the outcast neighbor. No. Not so early on. Right. And, like, maybe you'll make friends in other neighborhoods, but, like, you want to be on good terms with the neighborhood. Like, neighbors look out for each other. And like, I think you should make it right. Send a nice candle or something. Yeah. I like Veluspa. That's my favorite brand of candle. They have really nice ones in different sizes. I like, um, what's it called? 
Nest. Thank you. She likes the grapefruit flavor. I do. I like Mokara from Voluspa. I mean, if I'm just like, you know. I can't pronounce the brand. It's like, I think it's Voluspa. 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 <laughs> I, if, I'm, if I'm not paying for a candle, I love the one that starts with an F. Fornicetti. Oh, I don't know that one. And people oh also like Diptyque, and the, the, the best-selling flavor is Base, B-A-I-E-S. Yes, but, but it's Diptyque really expensive. is $1,000. Really like, expensive, and then you get, like, a tiny candle. Yeah. Anyways, some just... Enjoy. Candles are always such a nice thing to send. By the way, little life hack. One time, years ago, somebody got me a dip, Diptyque linen spray. So it's the fragrance of the best-selling candle, but it's, like, a huge bottle of... You're supposed to spray it on your linens, but like when I have company, I spray it all through my house and in the hallway, so like my house smells nice. And it's lasted me for years. It's like so much better than a candle. Well, and that's it's a, really fragrant. That's a good hack for yourself. Oh yeah, I'm just but sharing. Not, but not for gifts. No, no, I'm just sharing. That's nice. Thanks. You I also check it out. my favorite nest flavor is ocean spray and sea salt. Not mine. Grapefruit. Cool. Next up. Dear Toasters, one of my college best friends is getting married this winter. We're super close throughout college. We had all the same friends, were on the same sports team, were roommates one year, hung out in the summers, etc. Senior year, things got a little weird when she started dating a creepy, over-religious, overly religious older guy who kind of drove a wedge between us. After college, I moved to Arizona and she moved back to our Midwest home state. We stayed in touch, but we are definitely less close and just busy with our own lives. She invited me to her bachelorette and I went, assuming I wasn't in the bridal party since she hadn't said anything, thinking maybe it was just going to be like, a small party or she was going to have her sisters stand up with her etc i only found out mid bachelorette weekend that she's having seven girls including two girls from college who i barely remember her even speaking to my feelings are hurt and i'm a bit confused do i say something or ask why i wasn't inv- included do i even go to the wedding other people close to the situation have commented on how weird it is that they think i'm not in it as well to add insult to injury she didn't give me a plus one because i'm not engaged or married even though i've been dating my boyfriend of two years for two years and i'd be traveling to the wedding love the show you guys kill me please advise this is tough because like i don't know because you're not gonna like what we have to say i know because like it's her wedding and it's just like not about you and like if i would thought i was close to someone and they didn't make me a bridesmaid when like i really thought i would have been then that's the message received like okay we're not as close as i thought i am like i'll just come to your wedding as a guest but also like you said yourself that you guys like aren't that close like you and drifted you th- away starting senior year and now you don't even live near each other and and you said like you went on the bachelorette party assuming you're not a bridesmaid the only thing that's now bothering you is that there are other people who she wasn't close with in college who are in the bachelorette party but like you don't know that they might be keeping in touch yeah Still. i would just say message received yeah and when you're not in the bridal party and like most people institute a no ring no bring policy like no I ring did. no bring I did. Yeah. You have to, and it's hard. It's really hard, but you have to like be consistent about it. You can't say this person, oh, they're two years. This person is a year and a half. Right. But they seem closer than, and they're having trouble. Like, and at this point you're not in the bridal party. You're just a guest. Like you're just following guest rules. Like it's probably sucks. And, and but maybe you're also just a guest. You're not in the bridal party. You don't have to go. Right. And you apparently have to travel. Like she said, mess, she sent you a message. You've received it. You don't have to go. You know where you stand. You don't have to go. That's the silver lining for you. But is this, like, if you don't go, then, like, you're officially taking your friendship, like, down, like, two notches. So, or do you want to do that? But, yeah, I, I don't think the whole boyfriend thing is a big deal, even though it sucks. A lot of, especially in COVID, like, we have so many, like, capacity, you know, time limits. Yeah. No ring, no bring is a rule that is tough, but I did have it at my wedding, and I stand by it, like, 100%. It's there for a reason. Yeah. I'm it's, sorry. You just need some sort of standard to apply to everybody's relationship. Or else so it's just like a free-for-all. In some instances, it definitely is harsh. You know, some people have been together for so long and yeah. whatever, but, you know. 
No, that's also the crazy thing. Like in movies, when it's like, I have a wedding, would you be my plus one? It's like, how free willy is the bride? Like, I always like think that. Like, oh, I went as a date with someone to a wedding. What? Yeah, no, like, or I, I met my we- the date for the wedding, like on Tinder. Like, I'm. It's like, who was this a 600 person wedding? No, I totally agree. I always think that's so weird. So weird. And especially if you're a bridesmaid, sometimes the, all the bridal party gets plus ones, even if they're not in a relationship. But then it's like, if you're a bridesmaid, you're busy the whole time. You can't deal Entertain with your a third first date. Tinder date. Yeah, totally. I agree. That's a plot hole. Totally. All right. Next one is the final one. And it's a little long. Hi, Claude and Jack. First of all. Everyone just wants to disrespect me today. No. They said congrats on the bebe news, Jackie. I'm so excited for you and the family. Sending you best wishes for an easy pregnancy. Thank you so dearly. Okay. I've been married for almost two years to my PJM husband that I've been with for 12 years since high school. Before we got married, we talked about changing my name to his, and initially I wanted to hyphenate my name. For some background, I have two sisters, and we're all really close to my dad, and we're a close-knit family in general, so needless to say, I'm proud of my last name, and it means a lot to me. After talking to my then-fiance, I could tell that he really wanted me to fully take on his last name and drop mine. I'm a bit of a people pleaser, so I did just that, and I moved my last name and added it to my middle name. Ever since I did that, I've always felt weird about my new last name. When I see packages or go to the doctor and have to say my new last name, it just feels like a part of me is missing. It also doesn't help that my dad and my family gave me a hard time for completely dropping my last name. I've recently looked into what I could do to change my name yet again so I can add back my last name and hyphenate it. And basically, I'd have to file a petition with the court, get it approved, and then update all my shit, like a driver's license, social security, passport. I talked to my husband about it, and to be honest, and... I talked to my husband about it, to be honest, about how I, was, how I was feeling, and he obviously was not thrilled. He said he ultimately wants me to do whatever is going to make me feel like me, but that he's also bummed because he thought I had taken his name and was proud of it. My question is, what the hell should I do? If I could go back in time, I'd 100% hyphenate my name. If there's any way I can change it now, should I? Should my, thoughts, should my husband's thoughts about it upset me? Would love to know your thoughts, a confused toaster. I'm confused. No, I'm not confused. I I don't know what to tell you, honestly, because it's clearly a very personal decision. And, like, I did not change my name, and I feel weirdly about it because in so many ways, like, I'm very traditional. But with the whole last name thing, I'm just, like, not into it at all. It's just, like, like, so much paperwork. And I am who I am, and, like, we're all girls. Like, we have, on our dad's side, like, we have boy cousins, and we have a half-brother. But I don't know. I just feel like it's my responsibility to carry on the Austrian name. Like I'm in no rush. I think where it becomes, and I think where most people get comfortable with their married name is when they have kids. Cause yes. then you're like, we are the Kleinbergs or whatever, you know? Yes. No, I agree. I haven't made moves on changing my name, but my plan was always, you know, move my last name to my middle name, take my husband's last name. And I, and I, I will do that eventually. I'm just lazy. Um, but I understand how you might be feeling. I don't know that like doing a hyphen, like, why can't you just, why do you have to do it legally? Why can't you just have everyone call you your middle and last name? Like, yeah, that's true. Because there's two things going on here. Legally changing your name and socially changing your name are two very different things. Like, if it's your Facebook name and your Instagram name and, you know, like, the name you sign on forms, like, that's pretty good. Yeah. Like, for a while I was going around, like, Claudia Ashray Soffer, but, like, I don't know. I, I have, I'm struggling with the same thing. I don't feel like I can give advice here. Cause like, I'm struggling I, with the same thing too, but also because like art, like Jackie O that's like my, it's a branding thing job. too. Like when, when I've literally worked for the last 10 years, to like get people to know my name, I'm not about to just change it. Like, yeah. But I actually have so much respect for influencers who change it like pretty immediately. Well, sometimes and it's, then, and then you really do 
everyone comes around. Sometimes it is best for your brand. Like Lauren Lane, Lauren Bushnell was fabulous too, but Lauren Lane is like meant to be an influencer. But like I was following um, Ariel, what was Nahmani, mm-hmm. when she got married and she went charnis immediately and it took, I was like, this is so weird. And now I couldn't even remember almost her last name. No, like Rach Parcell, like she, her oh, and her sisters, her Scala. sisters, her sisters are in Parcell. Oh my God, that's so true. I always think of them as the Parcell family, but they're not. No, they're not. So it's actually like, I feel like either like my friend Anna changed her name right after like immediately Facebook legally, and now she, to me she's on Amslam. Like I don't think anything of it. Yeah, but I feel like if you teeter, like I don't know what should I do, like then it makes it harder. Yeah, so like you I just feel gotta like, rip the bandaid off, or not if you don't want to do it. Yeah, but I don't feel like we have to do it anymore. Like it's the 21st century. Like I'm no, not. You don't have to do anything, but like you know, clearly your husband feels some type of way about it, and. I don't know, just, I wouldn't go through the process of changing it again because that's just a lot of work. I know. I just feel like legally, like, it doesn't matter what your name is. Like, but Lil Nas's like, name is Montero. Like, nobody they, knows that. If they, like, do the hyphen, then I guess the kids will have that name. The hyphen name. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. But the hyphen doesn't make me feel any better about no, anything. And also, like, this is what I'm really struggling with. Like, kids who had hyphen in names in school, like, <laughs> we're weird. I'm sorry. Like, why do you have three names? Like, it, it is weird. I'm sorry. And I know that's mean. And now, as an adult, I understand exactly why the parents did what they did. A hundred percent. But that doesn't just, mean that their life as children is going to be easy. It's and, an identity crisis. Yeah, no, I totally get it now. But, like, as a kid, I'm like, ha ha, you have three names. Like, that was just what it was. Like, hyphenated kids were weird. I'm like, sorry, I don't make the rules. It still doesn't make your name go more than another 20 years. Like, you still won't pass down your name. It's just, okay, we have 20, 30 years till it expires. Yeah. Till that kid gets married. Yeah. It's not like the wife is taking the hyphen. Right, right. So and the next grandkids take the hyphen. I feel like the name of it, like the naming industry, it's a problem. I think a lot of modern <laughs> women are facing, I think about it all the time. Yeah. Because like I want to be the software family, like when we have kids, but like I'm Claudia Ashray and I'm sorry, that's not changing. I know. Claudia, I feel you. And does that make me like a bad wife? Like because I love being Claudia Ashray. Like she's the best. Her Google search results may not be great, but she's a really good person. <laughs> she has a good heart. She does. And like I don't know. I just want to be her. But I'm so sorry. You don't think Claudia Soffer has those things? <sighs> I don't know. It's not. I just don't know her. I know. I don't want to say anything negative about Claudia Soffer. I'm sure she's a great person too. I just personally feel so attached to Claudia Ashray. Like I don't think I'll honestly, if I'm being honest, like ever change it. Okay. So I can't give advice here. I'm just commiserating with you, girlfriend. I feel you. I'm com- like, I really can't give advice. I'm in no position to give advice either because I'm still in like this limbo. Right. No. And it's like you're, I think you're in a limbo. If you don't change your name immediately after you get married, you're in this limbo till you have kids. But like people who change their Instagrams like the day after they get married, like I'm like. That's, it's smart. I'm sorry. Like for brand, brand it's building. Smart, it's smart. Like you already start to associate the name. Even when I'm watching a TV show and like someone gets married and you know, they like. By the way, you should watch A Place to Call Home when you finish Downton. It will... I started it. No. I didn't think it was that great. It, but now, it's so fucking good. Okay. Anyways, she was like Sarah Nordman, Sarah Bly, and I was just... You know, it sticks. It, it doesn't take that long before it sticks. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, our episode is not over, but that was Dear Toasters. Again, if you ever want to write in, it's deartoasters at gmail.com. And... If you've written us in recently and we've read it on air and you have an update for us, like let us know how things went. Did you follow our advice? Did you not follow our advice? Send us another email. We would absolutely love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. 
And the show's not over. The rest of the show is coming, and it's brought to you by Manscaped. Autumn is in the air, the pumpkins are in the patch, and our friends at Manscaped are here to try and make sure your man doesn't carve his pants pumpkins when he's grooming, if you know what I'm saying. Make sure he's keeping things fresh this fall with the leaders in male grooming and their brand new fourth generation performance package. Do we really want to cuddle up with a dude who isn't trimmed? Get him to take the leap into fall with Manscaped. So... Like, I'll per- change my name if you scape your man. Their new Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 comes with a lawnmower trimmer, a weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer, a crop preserver ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, and two free gifts, boxer briefs and the travel bag, which is literally the best part. Um, it's a great gift for the man in your life. It's a gift for you and for them because we're all winning when we're manscaping. <laughs> the new Performance Package 4.0 includes the lawnmower, so if you're looking to cozy up with your man, this fall, this trimmer is essential. Um, and it comes with just the best technology to prevent nicks, snags, tugs in those delicate areas, if you know what I'm saying. They also throw in those two free gifts. So that's the boxers and the shed travel bag. It's everything of the sort. Perfect gift. Holidays are coming up. And we're all winning when we're manscaping. So get 20% off and free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code TOAST at manscaped.com. Make sure his balls are fresh this fall with Manscaped. Um, okay, so if you're listening as a podcast, just keep listening. We sat down. I sat down with Carly and Aaron, um, and they were just like the girliest of girls. And I feel like it was a really good episode. And it was really cool to hear about how they started their careers living in L.A. Carly's from Nebraska. And I was just like, tell me more. Like, so jealous. Um, and I think she thought I was kidding, but she doesn't know, like, how much we crave the life of Farm Chemin. She doesn't know. Um, so it was really good. And we talked about, like, Vlog Squad. So I think you guys will enjoy it. If you're listening on the podcast, just keep listening. And if you're on YouTube, it's another video. And it'll be up Most right now. Early. So just check it out. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast, the Millennium Morning Show. We deliver the best five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So that's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places where we listen to podcasts. Find out some Morning Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. And if you have still made it to the end of the episode, congratulations. You are part of the Society Season 2 where only real, true toasters make it to this part of the episode. And to let us know that you have made it, go ahead over to our Instagram and leave a comment on our most recent picture of us looking so cute and make it the emoji of a light bulb no i feel like i've done that already um i always try and like look at things and be like light bulb like i'm television like blanket like what you know yeah that's interesting no uh do the emoji of the newspaper because we've done that we did it i'm so the panda okay sure the panda because he's so cute enjoy the uh interview with carly and erin and we'll see you guys tomorrow bye bye Welcome back to The Morning Toast. I am so excited to be sitting down with two iconic queens, iconic toasters, and an iconic moment happening right now, you guys. It's Carly and Erin. Hello, Carly and Erin. Hi. Welcome to New York. Or as Taylor Swift says, welcome to New York, welcome to New York. (laughs) Honestly, incredible. You guys are so LA. Like, I I cannot picture you in New York. Wait, wait, in what sense? Well, just that you live there. Just that you live there. Like, you're always like, you know, there. Yeah. Yeah, Okay, 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 I get it. Not like your vibe at all. I was like, like I haven't gotten fake boobs yet. No, but I just associate (laughs) you guys with With LA. LA. Neither of you are actually from there. No. 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 Full transplants. Is anyone actually from LA? I don't know. I hate LA. I don't know how you guys live there. Like, <laughs> it's like kind of the vibe. For is me. it? Yeah. <laughs> Did I, you meet your fiance in yeah. LA? Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's it's crazy though because his parents actually grew up in the town next to me. 
in Massachusetts. Yeah. We were like rival towns. That's crazy. So Friday Night Lights, East Dillon, West Dillon. I know. But then when he was like 10 months old, they moved him to Park City. So he Got grew it. up in Utah. So you are from Massachusetts yep. and you are from Nebraska. I'm from Nebraska. Yes. My little corn husk. Everything. I'm a corn husker. <laughs> Do you eat a lot of corn? Honestly, not really. <laughs> corn is so good. I know. Corn. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's fine if it's around, but I'm not, like, requesting corn. You're not? I, I am. <laughs> I think corn is, like, the best. It honestly is. It's yeah. so good. Especially, like, it's head. really good in L.A., too. Yeah. They have, like, street corn. That's why I moved oh, there. Oh, you know, I'm more of, like, a very basic on-the-cop girl. Okay. Like, grilled little butter salt. Like, I don't, like... People are making, like, a whole meal out of corn when it's yeah. really a side dish. Yeah. Elote is really yummy. Canned corn is also... Like a little sweet I corn. I agree. So good. Yeah. Really delish. Okay. So can you guys tell me, I mean, I know so much about you guys because like I watch your vlogs and I listen to your podcast, but you guys have like been in the game for a while. How old are you guys? 30. 30. Okay. I'm 27. It's fine. Okay. Like yeah. we're so old. Like you so kill young. us. Ancient. Yeah. Um, but how did you guys get, how did you guys meet each other? We met because of Vine. Yeah. So when Vine was around back in our day. Vine girlies. Yeah. Yes. We are Viners. Oh my God. I was obsessed with Vine. Oh my god! It was, wasn't. It was the best. It was the best. Do you think it's better than TikTok? No. no. I think TikTok is so much better. Obviously, my heart will always be with Vine. Of but course. TikTok is so much better. Hmm. But yeah, we met through Vine. And you guys like grew platforms on Vine first. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't even remember exactly how we met. I think it was because we. Okay, so. On Vine, even like with TikTok, you kind of like form little communities of people. Yes. We didn't form like a hype house or anything. Right. <laughs> On a smaller scale. <laughs> yeah. We were just forming friendships. Um, and I think that we had mutual friends. And then Carly started like watching, like we started following each mm-hmm. other. And I f- started following her because at the time she had like bright pink hair and looked like Haley Williams. Oh Only my God, reason. you do look like Haley Williams. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's such a compliment. And honestly, so on yeah. brand for you guys. Like emo night, which I we need to talk is. about. We need yeah. to talk yes, about. Yes, we do. And she would like make like cute little like Paramore vines. I was like, oh, I like this You girl. did? Yeah. I'm sure I saw them. Like, you don't understand. I was <laughs> obsessed with Vine. And I'm obsessed so with good. TikTok too. Oh yeah. Do you guys talk? Like you're, uh, you're always coming up on my For You pages. She's like a you. talker. A, a talker. Oh, oh, yes. I was like, I can talk sometimes. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous <laughs> right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love making TikToks. It's literally like the greatest. I don't really like making them. I like watching them. Yeah. Same. Because like none of mine get in good engagement. Like everyone thinks I'm annoying on TikTok. I, I can't get out of, like I just can't find success. It's hard. I mean, it's weird because sometimes something you don't even care about will blow up on the For You page. That you yeah. spent no time on. Like, no. Yeah. Well, I think the one... Sometimes you come up on my For You page, but the one that made me really LOL was the Reba one you did with Theo. Yeah, that, that actually one did do that very one was well so for me. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> if you just knew like how much I thought about TikTok, like every second of every day, and like for only me, like 120,000 followers isn't nothing, but it's not a lot. And like for that to be my legacy on this earth, like that's so upsetting. <laughs> it is, like it's nothing. Are you someone who watches it for like hours before bed? Hours. It's like, bad. Yeah. I look up, it's noon. I open my eyes, it's midnight. Like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, the time just flies. I know. Yeah. It's I actually set aside a problem. time to do it. It's a problem. Well, we now, we're like, okay, should we lay on the couch and watch another show or should we get in bed and watch TikTok? By the way, that's a really, really good point. Yeah. It's like, hard for me to watch shows because I want, <laughs> oh, halfway through, I'm like, I wonder what's happening on TikTok. It's no, so bad. Totally. It's so bad. It's bad. So good. Okay, so you were Viners. You met on yes. Vine. And then, like, when the day that Vine, like, ended, Died. which was literally happened in, like, two days, 
What were you guys thinking? Because was that your full-time jobs at the, at the time? Well, we had kind of stopped posting on the platform before it died because it just kind of shifted okay. and started getting more really bad humor. Like, so bad. Oh, you know, popular page vines. Do you remember like those? Like, Lele Pons. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Like, just kind of like effects, fake skits. Like, girlfriend. Yeah, totally. Too yeah. Much. Fake skits. Like, yeah, we're like, this is just like... Not for us. Too weird now. Yeah. And at that point, we had already lived in LA and we had started making YouTube videos. We did a series called Vining and Driving where we would like fake interview other Vine friends, but we played these like narcissists. Narcissists that like would just like make people do stuff for us. (laughs) I don't really know if we were playing characters. (laughs) At the time, probably not, honestly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So that's kind of how we got into YouTube. But so we had already like kind of shifted. And then we were like, oh, well, Vine kind of sucks. Now, I also was still working like a full nine to five job. Oh, you were? Yeah. Where? I worked for my best friend's dad. I did like accounting stuff. Oh and I was God. able to keep the job remote when I moved to California. Oh, that's so, so interesting. So I quit when I was able to like pay rent. <laughs> so did all the Vlog Squad members meet pretty much from the Vine days? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is so interesting. Mm-hmm. We'd be out filming with friends and Aaron's boss would call and she'd be like, I'm just at the grocery store. I'll be back. <laughs> Hustling, baby. Yeah. And like, how old were you when you officially quit your job and did this full time? 24, I want to say. Oh, wow. Maybe. I it was in 2017. Remember. So however old I was then. Got it. So like four years ago. Yeah. I don't know that long ago. Or... I think it was 2017. Yeah, yeah, I think so. That's I crazy. I could not tell you. You could have told and me I, 2012, I, and I'd be like, quit, sure. I quit wearing one of those t-shirts that has, like, the bathing suit printed on oh, it. Oh, yeah, like, you have, like, the fake body. Yeah, I had, like, a full-blown panic attack. Oh, my attack. God, it was the worst. I was just watching her, like, good job. Because it's always so hard, like, leaving jobs when you're, like, connected to the people so closely. No, and, like, and, like, when you're taking a risk. Like, I'm sure everyone's, yeah, like, yeah. I'm, when I graduated college and, like, didn't get a job, everyone was like, she's a delinquent. Like, I know. And, well, like, <laughs> because when you're doing something new, like, people don't understand it, and then you're, like, the crazy girl, totally. like, who's taking a risk, and well, everyone in your hometown's talking about you. That was, like, literally Vine. We'd, like, yeah. have Vine meetups, right. and people were like, what the fuck are you talking about? You're meeting about? people online. Like, you're meeting strangers. <laughs> oh, girl, 100%. And we're like, yeah, what? it's normal. Honestly, whenever I think about you two, like, I cannot believe that you work together and you're not related. Because, like, for me and Jackie, like, no matter what, like, at the end of the day, we're family, like, we yeah. have to work things out. We'll never, like, break up, you know, because right. totally. we're sisters, and we'll make we'll figure it out in the end. And we don't really get sick of each other because we're sisters and like that's just what like family does. Totally. So I'm in awe of people who work together successfully and don't break up and don't like want to kill each other. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. I feel like we're just so similar in a way where we're both kind of go with the flow. Yeah. Neither one of us is like causing it's, an issue ever. It, it's right. funny too because we, we'll do like Q&A sometimes. People are like, what's your biggest fight? And we're like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, do you fight? Time, no. no. Okay. That's good. Not really. I mean, we'll like. We both also hate confrontation. Just ignore it. The construction, okay. the construction workers are obsessed with us. Like, they're constantly trying to get us our attention. And we like, won't hi. give in. We will not give in. I'll wave if they need me to. Yeah, yeah. show a titty, I'll whatever you got to do. Right. I will. If, they yeah. if it comes to that. Okay, yeah. Okay, so back to you guys working together. Yeah. Yes. It's like, I feel like it's pretty easy. I handle most of, like, the business stuff. And Carly likes doing all the editing and, like, those kinds of things. It's important to delegate. Like, yeah. yeah. Everyone has their responsibilities. And just to kind of know your roles. Yeah. And then if, like, someone's doing, like, all the work, like, the other person's, like, feeling real. Like, this, it just gets really <laughs> bad when the responsibilities are not delegated properly. Yeah. yeah. Does that happen to you ever? Um, no. In the beginning, though, like, when we first started, like, we, we didn't have good footing. Like, I think that we were all of us, like, we were either one of us was doing all of it at one time, then the other one was doing all of it at one time. And now we have, like 
like a clear delineation, like what the responsibilities are. Yeah. And like we like wrote it out when we launched a toast after the morning breath was canceled. <laughs> and we were like, this is your job. This is my job. And okay. it's been the same ever since because you just don't want to feel like you're doing more than the other person. Right. You don't want to feel like you're not being valued. And so like, it's important to communicate, but it's also so awkward. Yeah. Totally. There's to, like, definitely talk. times where it's like, well, I don't know. I never feel, I feel like, like weird. No, I don't either. I feel like we just know what we're doing. Yeah. In terms of working. No, you've got to like not down pat too. <laughs> yeah. So you do the podcast, you do YouTube. What yep. do you like better? Um, it's it's so hard to say because we've been doing YouTube for so long now. Yeah. And I think over the pandemic. Sorry, here's a better question. Oh, what sure. makes more money? Um, depends. It depends. Really? We pro- I mean, we make most of our money with brand deals, I would say, on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that that's a big part of it. But right now, I like our podcast over YouTube, I think, because it's newer. Because you don't newer. have to put on makeup. <laughs> what do you say? Because you don't have to put on makeup. Well, we don't. <laughs> well, I f- <laughs> I don't really wear makeup ever anyway. Yeah. Like, I feel but like I don't so care. beautiful. Like, Thank that's you. why. Yeah, so just naturally. Not everyone, like, has perfect freckles and eyebrows. Got it. I know, it's so annoying. I think that's it's like, so annoying. <laughs> like, so stop. I think that's what was, like, kind of, like, our strong thing in the beginning of YouTube is people were, like, oh, they're not, like, all done up and, like, right. being, like, cra- like, we were literally just, like, relatable trash girls. Right, yeah. more authentic. And I feel just, like, like it was emo be- girls. Yeah, and it was kind of before the Emma Chamberlains. Yes. Who were just, like, perfect regardless or yeah or just being completely themselves yeah. and mm-hmm. just being messy and whatever yeah. and i feel like most youtubers at the time were very done up and like here's yeah. my beauty routine yeah yeah which is fine but we're just not it's not it yeah. yeah so i know you are like super into the emo scene obviously oh, we're yeah. going to talk about emo night and i know your husband's like big into it did you guys connect initially as emo girls like are you an emo girly at heart oh a hundred percent hair is major right emo <laughs> energy like it's crazy <laughs> wait yeah. really Yes. But do you think it's because you know that about us? No, I'm telling you, like, you're <laughs> just, like, I can't explain it. Ooh. And I can't put my finger on it, but you are emo girlies. But, like, in a okay, good way or, of like, course. a... Of course. Okay. Like, an embarrassing in, like, way? No, in, like, a Haley <laughs> yeah. Williams way. You real now that, now that you said it, like, I cannot look at you and like not oh my god see. thank you so much she's so just keep everything thinking that of i know of course I've, it's funny because i don't feel like i look like her at all i just feel like my hair did at the time and now we're both well, i don't think she's blonde anymore no but. it's you really do look alike oh my god thank you no it's a compliment she's so pretty okay have I'm you Haley. seen carly with pink hair no we'll have to show you after it because was, you'll be like what have you ever tried your hair a crazy color yeah i did well i went like platinum blonde you did the worst <laughs> decision of my life <laughs> um fried my hair and then i went purple Oh, wow. Overtone has like this. I don't know if you've ever heard of them. She's like, oh, like, wow. I know. <laughs> Purple is brave. I know. It is. It, luckily, it wasn't like super bright. So that was good. Is this your natural hair color? Yes. I ton- The last time I toned it was last November. Is that a rude question to ask? I feel like it is. No. It's like asking someone how old they are. Like, no, I think no. I'm the same where like I don't really have a filter. and like No, out of control. Yeah. Out of control. But, but I'll just like, ask people questions. You guys like, you get it, right? Like I'm not oh, being yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. care. Um, okay, so we need to talk about emo night because I swear to God, it was the best night of my life. Oh, and it was good. I was like so unwell, like literally tripping around the stage. Like I was just like so excited, <laughs> full of adrenaline. Ben, honestly, like he won't even look at me. Like he thinks he's too good for me because like he's like, <laughs> Because he's like he's a world famous DJ now. Okay, so just to give people some context, your it's your fiance's like event, right? Yes. So he throws it's called Emo Night LA, but you do it all over. Yeah, he does it all over the country. Uh, I want to say it's like twenty plus cities now. They've, wow. They've also done some festivals overseas, oh, cool. like in London and stuff. And so the night is just like scheduled full of awesomeness. Like you guys did a set, Ben did a set. There was a performer afterwards, and it's just like a real celebration of the emo ness yeah, in I mean, all of us, genre. correct? Yeah. The genre, and it's like Avril Lavigne. It's not even like particularly nineties. It's like really all emo music. Totally. Mm-hmm. But they really like keeping it current too. Like at the LA shows, like they have lots of, um, uh, what is it called? Like hip hop, like, you know, like Lil Peep 
Like his okay, No, I yeah. don't. But like I'm, Machine Gun Kelly, like yes, he okay. really like keeps it's like current emo. Yeah. So like they try to keep the genre like going. And yeah. I feel like a lot of like elder emos don't really appreciate that because they're like, that's not emo, but it's well, like emo. I actually that's a really good point, because I think that like the one artist like responsible for ushering emo into the twenty first century and they don't get enough credit is five seconds of summer. Oh, okay. Are jet you Black a, Heart, I, yeah. I agree. Jet Black Heart, I, I agree. Cause I've got and a jet black. black it's hard. I literally rock out with my cock out. Like <laughs> so good. And you know me and Ben. They've went, been to emo night. You're lying. No, I no, swear. Yeah, you not. don't no. understand. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Me they're and so ben emo. Are obs- like a lot. They're so yeah. emo. They're so emo. You'll have to come to LA. I have that's to. Where yes. you'll, you'll see all the like emos like come out. Oh my god. Okay, because all me and Ben, the like celebrity. Come out. Me and Ben drove two hours like ten years ago to so- go see <laughs> Five Seconds of Summer, and this was like when they they opened for One Direction, and they're like, we're, yeah. they were like really like for teenagers, and so like, yeah. me and Ben get to the concert. It's like people with their parents. Like it's me and Ben are the oldest people there, and like the tickets were so cheap because it was all kids. We were like sitting in the first. Yeah. it was the best so, night of our <laughs> lives they're so talented yeah, yeah. I agree uh, it's so nice to talk to people who like can appreciate oh yeah totally. did you like One Direction too obsessed okay like, good because they're like the pop punk version of One Direction basically well yeah. one of like my kind of reasons why I feel like I'm better than everyone else is because when I was in college I went to MetLife Stadium and I saw Five Seconds of Summer open up for One Direction and it was it's pretty iconic there were no words like honestly <laughs> it better was than words bet- that was beautiful, Aaron. <laughs> Thank you so much. So Eon and I was just like, I can't really even explain. And that's like becoming really popular now. I'm seeing all over TikTok these like themed nights oh out, God, like yeah. Taylor Swift uh-huh. night. And I think it's so brilliant. It's such a good, like, I can't believe I didn't think of it first. It's like the best business idea ever. And like, I can't, I, know. I don't ever want to go out again if it's not emo a night. A themed night, yeah. Yes. I know. You just have to go to every city. I'll be yeah. a groupie. You can do like a bucket list. Yes, every check, check, city. check. But I would say like, New York is always so fun mm-hmm. it's particularly hard to get artists right now just because like everyone's starting to get back on the road yeah. and like covid mm-hmm. and all of those things but they've done some really cool stuff at webster before it was the best night ever it and was really you fun. guys did a set yeah and like how many times a year do you do a set like seeing you guys up there i was like you guys are just kill- you guys look so cool like <laughs> Thank you so much. i was just like this is like everything like you guys look sick um, you were dressed the part like, thank you, you so right. much Thanks. it's funny because well I don't know if you know, but she met TJ. Like, we went to Emo Night before she even knew TJ. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that where you met? Um, s- sort of. So. <laughs> TJ's her fiance. Yeah. She's a COVID bride. She doesn't want to talk about him. it. <laughs> I don't. Um, so we had gone to, like, one Emo Night. And then. Obsessed by the first one. Yeah. Of course. So, so friends, fun. Cause, well, because friends were like, oh, you guys will love this night. You have to come. Right. You're so emo. So it was, like, our friends who already lived in L.A. And the party had been happening, I want to say, for, like, six months. Mm-hmm. So it had, like, kind of just started. And so we went, we had like the best time. It was actually funny because we had just gone to the Taylor Swift um, 1989 tour, like the night before. The and best Carly still ever. had on her like glow wristband. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember this story. You had on your glow wristband and TJ had actually gone. We obviously didn't know this at the time, but he had gone the night before we went. I so love he, a man who respects Taylor Swift. Oh, I know. So important. Why do you think I married him? <laughs> the only reason. Are uh, you guys married? We legally? got legally married just because we thought like Smart. the Handmaid's Tale was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And that was the best thing. Yeah. And our wedding is in a few months. So also your drink was very strong. I started inviting literally everyone <laughs> I saw to the wedding. I invited Ben actually. You did? You guys are booked oh, though. We'll be there. <laughs> no, you already have a Can't wedding. Wait. <laughs> also, you have to officiate her. It's okay. <laughs> uh, sure. Do you need me to sing an acapella acoustic version of um, Toast? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh, I, Would you ever make music? Please. Do you guys sing? No. no. You don't? I feel like you would. No. 
But Aaron I feel like any voice, YouTuber could sing, so it's like fine. That's we could true. figure that, it out. James Charles can do yeah. it. <laughs> yes. I mean, every Speaking YouTuber literally has You guys, song. I feel like I've met so many famous people like through the blog squad. Like who's the most famous person you've met? Probably Justin Bieber. Were you in the car yeah. for that segment? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so it's funny because we got like paparazzi after. <sighs> and like, we don't really think about it like that. But then like, I didn't even know that happened. And then I had friends sending me pictures <laughs> being Everything. like, Hugging Justin what's Bieber? happening? What is the selection process? Like, obviously there's so many members in the blog squad. Like, but you know, only three people can fit in the Tesla if someone's sitting in the front seat. Totally. Like, who, what's the selection process like? It depends on the bit. Like, I feel like a lot of the times, like there's some people who can be like very overwhelming if it like around Justin Bieber, like it could be really overwhelming. Yeah. We're like, we're just kind of like chill. Yeah, you guys are like, in my opinion, the most low key members. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm honestly, I, I want to say I'm a Carly, I'm an Aaron, but like, I'm kind of a Zane. That's fair. I feel that too. I just yeah. like am, like I'm always just like the drunkest. Oh yes. And like center of attention. <laughs> yeah. If I had to, for sure. if I had to put you. a finger on like which one yeah. I am. But I'm also like a Carly and Aaron like fusion. Carly, Aaron, like Zayn fusion. Well, probably like Zayn is your age. Actually, Zayn is 28. 28. Okay, same thing. T- turning 29, I think, in November. Um, I'm still 27. I so I feel like, when, like when you get a little older, yeah. I think I think we went out of our Zayn phase. Like, well, you were, did. I was a Zane at one point. <laughs> Actually, I was. By more the way, we all. I think we're all a Zane. Yeah. <laughs> at some point, yes. Yeah. No, I know. It's like everyone goes through like a Zane phase. Yeah. So you guys have been on the internet for like ever now. Do you yeah. feel like you go back and watch some of your old content and like want to die? Uh, every day. Okay. Kind of. I don't. Well, sometimes even like videos we film, like I don't want to watch that one. Like a full Johnny oh, Depp current moment. ones. Yeah. You mean especially yeah. over the pandemic because we filmed separately and we posted at the time three videos a week. I remember that. I watched that. Nightmare. Oh my god! Please don't watch that. Like, <laughs> don't, don't ever. By watch the way, it again. me and Jackie, like we cannot talk about Zoom toast. Like uh, it's, it's filled dramatic. with trauma. Oh, yeah. Yes. And we just we don't talk, even acknowledge. It's like if she knows hard. I brought it up, she'll be mad. Like we don't talk about it. <laughs> no, Would you it rather? so bad is it like you'd rather just not even do it if it's over zoom well so the thing is is like we so our episodes are video and audio but most of the people listen as podcasts so like the video is always just like an added bonus for us because we like to like you know be on camera yeah and so during the pandemic at first we were just recording audio which is easy from home we have great Mm, whatever totally and everyone's like we want to see your face and we're like you know what like we have to make the most of the pandemic so we're like we'll record on zoom yeah and, like, I don't know. I can't explain why just, like, everything about it was, like, disgusting. Like, no, it is. I, I fucking hate Zoom. I have so much trauma, yeah. like, from yeah. that time. Like, I don't I, – I will not hop on a Zoom call. Like, I'm a Skype girl now. Like, I just can't. Just, like, call me on the phone, please. You know, like, I FaceTime don't. me. Like, I cannot go on Zoom. It's I know. the most toxic platform. It's so platform. crazy to me that, like, so many people are still having to use it. Yeah, but you guys also did a really good job, like, with the editing and all that. Oh, with you. the Zoom episodes. We kind of had to figure it out. I feel like we did Zoom for, like, a few months, and then we were like, okay, we can actually just, like – be on Zoom, but then film it with a different camera so that way it doesn't look like we're right, on Zoom. Right, that's the key. It that's was the key. Whole it was like such. A I became nightmare. a producer. We both yeah. became producers. <laughs> How do you guys continue to come up with new ideas for your po- for for your um, YouTube videos? We I don't know. <laughs> I think that's it why we happens. are enjoying the podcast more because yes. we have been doing it for so long. We posted three times a week. Like it's always so easy when we're just like around our group of friends. Of course, then it's, like the Something's content always makes happening. itself. Yep. And that's kind of what our videos have always been. I feel like during the pandemic, they shifted to more of like a traditional YouTube, like, what is my boy? My boyfriend styles me like those kind of yeah. like cheesier videos. Um, so that was kind of traumatic. Um, but now <laughs> it's that. really, really hard, especially because during the pandemic, we did that for like a year plus. Right. And we're just like, 
we wind up dropping a video. So now we only post two times a week. You know, we sometimes like, it's better, like, quantity over quantity. Uh, yeah, yeah, agreed. It's just tough on YouTube, though, because I feel like if you don't post for maybe even, like, two weeks. No, you're irrelevant. People like, just don't yeah. care. Yeah. I don't know how true that is, but it just feels like that. I just happen. feel, well, that's, like, the thing. It's, like, a rat race in the space. It's, like, we podcast every day. I'm, like, I think we should move to twice a day. Like, because you just want to be, like, twice the most current. Twice a day. Like, <laughs> oh, my God, please do. Yeah, you know I would be I mean? so happy. Like, you, it, it's actually, like, so toxic on your mental health to, like, constantly be keeping up. And you see everyone else, like, doing more videos. And they hire editors. And, like, they have a whole team. So you want to do that, too. But it's, like, when can I live? I know. I know. Can I live? I know. It's also people being like. YouTube isn't relevant anymore. Instagram oh, isn't that's relevant moronic. anymore. And I don't, it's like, that, that shit doesn't bother me because those people are like so jealous of us. I know. <laughs> it's really funny too because like every day comments, what are you going to do when this ends? Like, what do you, why don't you yeah. get a real yeah. job? People it's have like, been asking that like since I graduated job. college. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I think, I think we're here to stay. No, yeah. Literally. No, you guys are good. It's like, do you ask people when their job is going to be over? No, it's moronic. Life? Like when are you getting yeah. fired for being lazy, Susan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys keep up with YouTuber drama at all? Cause you're like YouTubers and like you, I feel like you're always like filming with other YouTubers. We 100% keep up with YouTuber Okay. So drama. like, what are your thoughts on this? Like, frenemies thing because like that's like the <laughs> biggest oh my God, thing. here we go and also like you guys like have met and hung out with trish because she used to date someone in the vlog squad right yes yes um, um i guess i'm just not surprised that it happened yeah i guess is i what think I'll it say. was kind of a thing for us where we we're like this is gonna go wrong at some point yeah and we're we were kind of just waiting for that to happen do you know ethan no, no. Like, he like, popped out of nowhere is. like who is he I, I never heard of him <laughs> well Carly you had like watched their podcast yeah before. I used to really like H3 I just and Got they it. always you would interview him and, and his wife Eli yes okay. and they did interviews with like Bo Burnham and comedian oh. like Bill Burr and stuff like that so I always really liked them but mm -hmm. yeah I don't really know him at all no it's just the, watching some podcasts. that was the craziest yeah. drama like ever. oh my god totally what it was really mind-blowing no <laughs> i was like living for every single moment of it <laughs> what are you guys thoughts on jeffree star i don't know i don't really understand has jeffrey ever filmed the vlog squad um i think yeah david and jason filmed with him a little they bit did. Uh, they went to his it was house, just like I a think. vlog i think right is that yeah. when he was with trisha because i remember seeing that vlog. yeah they were still friends and jason was dating trisha and they went to jeffrey's i don't know if they ever I think they filmed, but like they never posted it. I don't I think feel like I've like seen a little bit in his video, but I remember they did like a bit more. I thought maybe, but I don't. We never met him. And then like the Shane Dawson of it all. Like, were you guys watching that documentary that they were doing, like oh, Shane and yeah. Jeffrey? Yeah. Oh, the so good. makeup. That was a good one. The makeup. Yeah. 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 I mean, that was iconic. At it the was time. literally like I can't believe I was alive for that. And like now, now, like both of them are like like I never hear about Jeffrey anymore. I, I never know. hear about Shane. Like. Jeffrey's like living in Wyoming, in Wyoming. and like Goals, Shane moved, back, moved home. Like, oh yeah, they moved to Colorado, right? So, like, to like close Ryland's to yeah, to family. Ryland's family. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know. I feel like like three years ago was like the golden age of YouTube. Like, where oh do God, all those yeah. people go? I know. I know they're so low key now. I know. I guess that's what happens when you make a lot of money. I guess, which is probably nice for them. Yeah, totally. <laughs> I think it's got to like, make a lot of money. It's yeah. like that and like cancellation. Yeah, oh, of course. Right. I mean, can't get, don't want to get canceled again. Like, please, not not manifesting that for us or anyone here. <laughs> no, like, no, we, we're nice people. Please, we <laughs> are good. Leave us alone. <laughs> but definitely, like, need to buy a ranch in Wyoming. It's oh, on my bucket list. A thousand percent. Wait, I wanted to ask maybe. I shouldn't, but you mentioned that you guys go to Utah every mm -hmm. year. What part? Uh, we stay all over. Like, we've been to Park City. Oh, my God. We went to Deer Valley. Like, usually in that area. Okay, Like, yeah. within, like, an hour from the airport, oh pretty God, much. Fun. But I just love it's the best oh my god i'm it literally is... gonna start an OnlyFans so that i can make money to buy property no no <laughs> if i cannot get like a ranch in utah in the next 10 years yeah. like i don't want 
I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. Like I'm obsessed. I'll cancel myself. <laughs> so is that literally? <laughs> I'll that's put it all where out your there. fiance's from. Is that what you said? Yeah. So he grew up in Park City. So you get to go back. Uh, yeah, but it's so sad because his parents. He had like the most stunning house, and then in 2017 they sold it, and oh. then they bought a house on Cape Cod. Oh, nice. And then they spend the winters in Utah. So it's like nice because we get to go back all the time. It's yeah. Like probably like close to. Do you know Ogden at all? No. Yeah, it's like the, the outskirts. Yeah. But it's like small towns. Um, and so they have like a condo at the top of a ski resort that's like Heaven. from the 80s. It's literally Heaven. ski in, ski out. It's so nice. Heaven. So we go like every winter. It was really you nice. ski? Yeah, but I learned. Oh, I while, can't. While I... <laughs> I went... <laughs> I, I would die to watch yeah. to ski. <laughs> like to learn. That's so funny. And I have to say like, I can't actually recall a worse day of my life. <laughs> oh, like, that would TJ teach you. He's really good and patient. And like, I honestly was like, this will probably make or break our relationship. And it Okay, but it. the thing is, it wasn't even about the teacher. It wasn't about the circumstance. Okay. It's just like my body. Like my legs <laughs> were killing me. Yeah. Like my shins, like from the boots were on so tight and my, all my yeah. weight is like on my shins. And I was like, why do I enjoy this? Like I like to snowmobile. It's, oh, oh my God, it's so fun. Heaven. Yeah, you just get to sit. Sit. Sounds it's like a better. jet ski. So much better. Yeah. And actually, you do engage your core quite a bit. Oh, do you? <laughs> you do because oh. it's like there's tension and like yeah. actually like when it, I'm not even making this up, like your stomach like does hurt afterwards. <laughs> there is like some it's core. Like, um, what is that? Like cool sculpting? Yes, exactly. Oh, you're just like it's doing cool this sculpting. the whole time. So now that you've been in New York for three days, like yeah. would you ever live here? Well, I have like, oh, we've always wanted to probably relocate here and be bi-coastal mm -hmm. just because like I can't do winter anymore. I grew mm -hmm. up with winters and like I'm just not here for it unless it's going to Park City or like right. Montana. Right, like, like a Hallmark vacation. Channel vibes. Yeah, it's like I'll go there for a few weeks and then it's done. I don't have to worry about cleaning off my car mm -hmm. and like schlepping all over the place. I'm just not here for that. Yeah. yeah. Like I literally left Massachusetts the year we had like 106 inches of snow and I was like, I'm done. Oh my God. Yeah. So I feel like it's like I would love to live here during like the summer, fall and then go uh -huh. back to LA for like That's ideal. winter. Do you guys have apartments or houses in LA? I just bought a house in January, actually. You did? I, yeah, I just bought a condo. We bought it at, it sounds so Homeowners, planned. look at yeah. you. Yeah, it's no big deal. It's yeah, we'll get a real job. We'll get a real job. right, right. <laughs> yeah, when the internet's like done with us. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. You guys bought houses, that's crazy. Are you ever afraid like someone just, my, my own thing, I've, I've always lived in an apartment and like, yeah. my thing with a house is like, someone could just like walk in the door. Like, oh, do you ever feel my that? My biggest fear. Literally my biggest fear. Oh, okay. We have, like cameras on every available entrance, like, but even still at night, I'm like, lock the no that would door. like kill me <laughs> it's yeah yeah it's nice though because we're in like where we are we lived in like hollywood-ish area for like mm -hmm. three and a half years and i was like done yeah Nightmare. moving to the suburbs um the suburbs <laughs> so we moved to the valley the suburbs that's where this, all the vanderpump rules kids live it's yeah we live so close to all do you them. see them i've never seen that but they've also been to emo night you're lying. I swear to God. <laughs> I've got to go to, when's the Emo Night LA next one in it's LA? It's the first two, uh, Friday of every month. They used to do it on Oh my Tuesdays. God, it's like the first Monday in May, the first Friday of every month. Yeah. I'll be there, seriously. Every month. Every, every month. single month. <laughs> where is it, <laughs> where month. is it at? Um, it's in Echo Park. Okay, so. whatever. Lincoln Park after dark. Oh, that's Basically. my go-to nail polish. Stop. This is literally the first time I switched. These are gonna. Be, this is gonna be my wedding nail color. You're doing black like, nails for your wedding? So No, this is um, Guys and Galaxies, but typically always I only, so instead of like the purple undertone of Lincoln Park After Dark this is like a maroon okay it's black <laughs> that's oh, all I am cool. I'm like it's black yeah for sure it's black um, <laughs> thank you for me. showing me your black nails 
Thank You're you welcome. both so much for being here. Everyone, make sure to check out their podcast, Only Friends, which is such a good name for a podcast. I can't believe Thank I need to it myself first. Um, <laughs> amazing YouTube channel. Follow them on Instagram. Aaron, it's just at Aaron Gilfoy yeah. and at Carly and Contro, right? Yes. yes. Thank you guys so much for being here. You were dolls and a half. I hope I didn't talk over you too much. That's oh my like, God, no. That's like it's my thing. My thing too. I always talk over Carly it's, and everyone yells at me. No, literally, like then you're Jackie and you're me. Like no. I, <laughs> I'm an animal and I, I'm trying to be conscious of it and I'm incapable of it's, being aware. It's hard, yeah. <sighs> so hard but i love you guys thank you so much for being here thank you thank you guys for watching and we'll see you tomorrow bye